How day trading is different from other styles of trading and investing. Day trading is not similar to gambling or playing the lottery. This is a misconception that people have about day trading. In fact, statistically speaking, 90% of people who start day trading fail and lose their money. It is easy to be one of those 9 out of 10 people. It is very easy. Andrew Aziz determines three important rules of day trading. Rule 1, day trading is not a strategy to get rich quickly. A common misconception that people have about day trading is that it is easy, you buy stocks, and when they go higher, you sell them for a good profit. It's that easy. In day trading, you will be competing with the sharpest minds in the world. The market is a massive crowd of traders, with each trader trying to take money from others by outsmarting them. The main objective of day trading is to take money from other traders while they are trying to take yours. That's why it's such an intellectually intense business. You do not generate money in the stock market. The only reason there is money in the market is that other traders have put it there. The money you desire to win belongs to other traders, and they have no intention of giving it to you. That is why trading is such a hard business. Rule 2. Day trading is not easy. It is a serious business, and you should treat it as such. You can succeed in day trading only if you handle it as a serious intellectual pursuit. Emotional trading is the number one reason traders fail. You will need to practice self-discipline and defensive money management. Good traders watch their capital as carefully as professional scuba divers watch their supply of air. In day trading, simply being better than average is not good enough. You have to be significantly above the crowd to win in day trading. Unfortunately, day trading often appeals to impulsive people, gamblers, and those who feel that the world owes them a living. You cannot be one of them, and you should not act as they do. You must start developing the discipline of a winner. Winners think, feel, and act differently than losers. You must look within yourself, discard your illusions, and change your old ways of being, thinking and acting. Change is hard, but if you wish to be a successful trader, you need to work on changing and developing your personality. To succeed, you will need motivation, knowledge, and discipline. Why do most people fail in day trading? Some people start to day trade as a hobby or for fun because they believe it is cool. They trade for the thrill of short-term gambling in the markets. They play around a little bit in the market but never commit themselves to acquire a proper education or an in-depth awareness of day trading. They may get lucky a few times and make some money, but eventually, the market will punish them. Day trading requires proper tools, software, and education. As with any business, you must have the right tools to succeed. So, what are the basic tools you need for your day trading business? 1. Enough capital money to trade with at least $5,000 if outside of the USA and $25,000 if a resident of the United States. 2. High-speed internet service. 3. The best available broker. 4. A fast order execution platform that supports hotkeys. 5. A scanner for finding the right stocks to trade. 6. A community of traders. Difference between day trading and swing trading. A compelling question, to begin with, is, what do you look for like a day trader? The answer is simple. First, you're looking for stocks that are moving in a relatively predictable manner. Secondly, you are going to trade them in one day. You will not keep any position overnight. If you buy stock in Apple Inc. today, for instance, you will not hold your position overnight and sell it tomorrow. If you hold on to any stock overnight, it is no longer day trading, it's called swing trading. Swing trading is a form of trading in which you hold stocks for some time, generally from one day to a few weeks. 
It is an entirely different style of trading, and you shouldn't use the strategies and tools that you use for day trading to do swing trading. Rule 3. Day traders do not hold positions overnight. If necessary, you must sell with a loss to make sure you do not hold onto any stock overnight. Buying long, selling short. Day traders buy stocks in the hope that their price will go higher. This is called buying long, or simply long. When you hear a trader saying, I am long 100 shares AAPL, it means that he has bought 100 shares of Apple Inc. and would like to sell them higher for a profit. Going long is good when the market is going higher. But what if prices are dropping? In that case, you can sell short and still make a profit. Day traders can borrow shares from their broker and sell them, hoping that the price will go lower and that they can then repurchase those shares at a lower price and make a profit. This is called short selling, or simply short. Retail versus institutional traders. Individual traders, like you and I, are called retail traders. We can be part-time traders or full-time traders, but we're not working for a firm, and we're not managing other people's money. We retail traders are a small percentage of the volume in the market. On the other hand, there are Wall Street investment banks, mutual funds, and hedge funds, the so-called institutional traders, and most of their trading is based on sophisticated computer algorithms and high-frequency trading. Rarely is any human involved in the day trading operations of these large accounts. Through whatever means, institutional traders have considerable money behind them, and they can be very aggressive. How can an individual trader, like you and me, coming later to the game, compete against institutional traders and win? The Achilles heel of most institutional traders is that they must trade, while individual traders are free to trade or to stay out of the market as they deem best. Banks must be active in the market and trade large volumes of shares at almost any price. An individual trader is free to wait for the best opportunities to arise. Unfortunately, however, the majority of retail traders fritter away this fantastic advantage by over-trading. An individual who wants to succeed against the giants must develop patience and eliminate greed. The ultimate problem of losers is not their account size but their lack of self-discipline, over-trading, and their bad money management. You must learn risk management rules to be a successful trader. To be a successful day trader, you need to master three essential components of trading, sound psychology, a series of logical trading strategies, and an effective risk management plan. These are like the three legs of a stool, remove one, and the stool will fall. A good trading strategy delivers positive expectancy, it generates more significant profits than losses over a period of time. The inability to manage losses is the number one reason that new traders fail in day trading. It's a common human inclination to accept profits quickly and also to want to wait until losing trades return to even. By the time some new traders learn to manage their risk, their accounts are badly if not irreparably, damaged. To be a successful trader, you must learn risk management rules and then firmly implement them. You must have a line in the sand that tells you when to get out of the trade. It's going to be necessary from time to time to admit defeat and say, I was wrong, or, the setup isn't ready yet, or, I'm getting out of the way. It is very important to be a good loser. You have to be able to accept a loss. It's an integral part of day trading. Lose gracefully. Take the losses and walk away. According to the author, success in day trading comes from risk management, finding low-risk entries with a high potential reward. The minimum win-lose ratio for me is 2 to 1. How do you manage that? You essentially have three steps in managing risk. You need to ask yourself, 1. Am I trading the right stock? 
You must avoid stocks that a are heavily traded by computers and institutional traders, b have small relative trading volume, c are penny stocks that are highly manipulated, and d don't have any reason to move no fundamental catalysts. 2. What share size should I take? 1 share, 10 shares, or 100 shares? What about 1,000 shares? This depends on your account size and your daily target. If you are targeting $1,000 a day, then 10 or 20 shares might not be enough. You either have to take more shares or increase your account size. If you don't have enough money to trade for a $1,000 daily target, you should lower your daily goal. 3. What is my stop loss? The absolute maximum a trader should risk on any trade is 2% of his or her account equity. For example, if you have a $30,000 account, you should not risk more than $600 per trade, and if you have a $10,000 account, you should not risk more than $200. If your account is small, limit yourself to trading fewer shares. 3-Step Risk Management Step 1. Determine your maximum dollar risk for the trade you're planning never more than 2% of your account. Calculate this before your trading day starts. Step 2. Estimate your maximum risk per share, the strategy stop loss, in dollars, from your entry. Step 3. Divide 1 by 2 to find the absolute maximum number of shares you are allowed to trade each time. How to find actual trades as a new trader. You may understand how day trading works, but when it comes to actually find setups in real time, it can be difficult. As a newbie trader, the author experienced this. He was often able to see setups in hindsight when he looked back on the charts during the day, but finding them while the day was unfolding was very difficult. Alpha Predators. You must remember that retail trading does not work on all stocks. It only works on the stocks that have high relative volume. Some stocks like Apple Inc. AAPL will on average trade millions and millions of shares each day, while other stocks on average might trade only 500,000 shares a day. Does this mean you should trade AAPL only? No high volume will be relative from one stock to another. You don't just look for a high total volume. There are some stocks that, on average, will trade with many volumes. You need to look for what's above average for that specific stock. 30 million shares of AAPL traded in one day might very well not be higher than usual. Do not trade AAPL unless it has a very unusual trading volume. If the trading volume is not higher than normal, it means that the trading is being dominated by institutional traders and high-frequency trading computers. Stay away from it. What makes a stock an alpha predator? Usually, it is the release of fundamental news about the stock either the day before or during the same trading day. Important news or events for companies can have huge effects on their value in the market and therefore act as fundamental catalysts for their price action. Some examples of the fundamental catalysts for stocks that make them suitable for day trading include, earnings reports earnings warnings, pre-announcements earnings surprises FDA approval, disapproval mergers, acquisitions finding trades. Trades can be found in two ways, pre-market morning watch list, real-time intraday scans. This is how the author Andre Aziz finds alpha predators for trading each day. He uses his scanner every morning and programs it to find stocks suitable for my day trading based on the following criteria, stocks that in the pre-market gapped up or down at least $1. Stocks that have traded at least 50,000 shares in the pre-market. Stocks that have an average daily volume of over 1 million shares. Stocks that have average true range of over 50 cents. There is a fundamental catalyst for the stock. Why these criteria? According to the author, when there are some fundamental catalysts, there will be unusual pre-market activity.
Stocks gap up or down before the market opens with a significant number of shares being traded, such as 50,000 shares. I look for highly traded stocks so that buying and selling 1,000 shares won't be a problem. That is why I am looking at stocks with an average daily volume of over 1 million shares. I also am looking for stocks that usually move in a good range for trading. That is why I look at the average true range ATR. ATR means how large of a range a stock has on average every day. If ATR is $1, then you can expect the stock to move around $1 daily. That is a good number. If you have 1,000 shares, you may profit $1,000 from the trade. But if ATR is only 10 cents, then the trading range is not attractive for me. Real-time volume radar. During the day, there may be some alpha predators in the market that the author did not catch in my morning watch list. Therefore, he uses a scanner to find real-time stocks that have gapped up or down at least $1. Have ATR of more than 50 cents. Have an average relative volume of at least 1.5. Has an average daily trading volume of at least 500,000 shares. These are the author's requirements for an alpha predator. Having ATR of more than 50 cents is important because you want the stock to move during the day so you can make a profit out of its volatility. There is no point in trading a stock that is moving only 5 cents on average in a day. You also need to take a look at the sector of stocks. If you have a few stocks in one sector, there is a good chance that these stocks are not alpha predators. They have high relative volume because their sector is under heavy trading by institutional traders. It is important to know that stocks usually trade with their sector. For example, when oil stocks are selling off, almost all of the oil companies sell off. Therefore, it is important to recognize your real alpha predators from the herd. Important trading tools to kickstart your day trading. Like starting any other business and profession, to start day trading, you require a few important tools. You need a broker and an order execution platform. These are tools you will definitely need for yourself. What broker to use? For day trading, you need an excellent broker. You don't need a good broker, you need an excellent broker. Your broker is your vehicle to trade. If you have a bad broker, you lose money, even if you are trading properly and accurately because a broker eventually has to fill your order on time and at a good price. There are many brokers out there with various software and price structures. Many of them are great but expensive, some are terrible but cheap, and many of them are either terrible or expensive or both. For several good reasons, the author uses Interactive Brokers or IB www.interactivebrokers.com. First, the author lives in Vancouver, Canada, and IB allows him to have a tax-free and registered retirement account for day trading. Second, IB is an inexpensive broker. It charges you less than $1 per trade. Another reason is that IB does not require people in Canada to have a minimum of $25,000 for day trading. If you are in the USA, you will probably need a minimum of $25,000 for day trading. Trading platform and market data. Fast trade execution is the key for day trader success. You need to be able to move in and out of trades quickly. If your broker doesn't use software or platform that has hotkeys, you're not going to get in and out of trades fast enough. The author had been up $1,000, because of all of a sudden, the stock spikes. When stock spikes, you want to be able to put money in your pocket and profit from it quickly. You definitely don't want to be fumbling with your orders. You need quick executions, which is why you need a good broker and a fast order execution platform. 
The author uses DOS Trader as my trading platform. DAS systems provide one of the most efficient execution solutions for online brokers, institutional trading desks, and traders worldwide that demand smarter execution services. Watch list and scanner. Thousands of stocks are moving in the market every single day, but finding a setup that is both consistent and a good fit is really hard. The author uses Trade Ideas software www.trade-ideas.com for scanning the market and finding good trades. Community of traders. Trading alone is very difficult and can be emotionally overwhelming. It is beneficial to join a community of traders and ask them questions, talk to them if needed, learn new methods and strategies, get some hints and alerts about the stock market, and also make your own contributions. There are many chat rooms that you can join on the internet. Some of them are free, but most of them require payment. You can join the author's chatroom of course for free and see his screen in real time while he is trading and explaining his strategy. You can take trades with him, or just watch and listen. You can also make your own trades and still be part of my community. If you are interested in watching the author or talking to him, check out our private chatroom at www.vancouver-traders.com. To analyze price action, you need a good understanding of candlestick charts. Compared to other forms of representing price action, many traders consider candlestick charts more visually appealing and easier to interpret. Each candlestick provides an easy-to-decipher picture of price action. A trader can immediately compare the relationship between the open and close as well as the high and low. The relationship between the open and close is considered vital information and forms the essence of candlesticks. Traders can be divided into three groups, buyers, sellers, and undecided. Buyers want to pay as little as possible, and sellers want to charge as much as possible. Their permanent conflict is reflected in bid-ask spreads. Ask is what a seller asks for merchandise. Bid is what a buyer offers for that merchandise. Prices are created by masses of traders buyers, sellers, and undecided people. The patterns of prices and volume reflect the mass psychology of the markets. The goal of a successful day trader is to discover the balance of power between buyers and sellers and bet on the winning group. Fortunately, candlestick charts reflect this fight in action. A successful day trader is a social psychologist armed with a computer and charting software. Day trading is the study of mass psychology. Candlesticks tell us a great deal about the general trend of a stock and the power of buyers or sellers in the market. Candles are always born neutral. After birth, they can grow to become either bearish, bullish, or, on rare occasions, neither. When a candle is born, traders do not know what it will become. They may speculate, but they do not truly know what a candle is until it dies closes. After a candle is born, the battle begins. The bulls and the bears fight it out, and the candle displays who is winning. If buyers are in control, you will see the candle move up and form a bullish candle. If sellers are in control of the price, you will see the candle move down and become a bearish candle. You may be thinking that this is all very obvious, but many traders don't see candles as a fight between buyers and sellers. That little candle is an excellent indicator that tells you who is currently winning the battle, the bulls buyers, or the bears sellers. Candles with large bodies toward the upside are very bullish. It means that the buyers are in control of the price action, and they'll likely keep pushing the price higher. The candle not only tells you the price, it tells you that the bulls are winning and that they have power. On the other hand, bearish candles are any candles that show a bearish body. So what does the bearish candle tell you? 
It tells you that the sellers are in control of the price action in the market. It tells you that the sellers are currently in control, so buying or a long position would not be a great idea. Red candles that have this big red body mean the open was at a high, and the close was at a low. This is a good indicator of a bearishness in the market. Just by learning to read candlesticks, you will begin to generate an opinion on the general attitude for a stock. This is called price action. Understanding who is in control of the price is an extremely important skill in day trading. Spinning tops. Spinning tops are candles that have similarly sized high wicks and low wicks that are usually larger than the body and will often be a little bit more indecisive. For the sake of poetry, let's call them candles of indecision. In these candlesticks, the powers of the buyers and the sellers are almost equal. Dojis, simple, shooting star, and hammer. Dojis are another important candlestick pattern and come in different shapes and forms but are all characterized by having either nobody or a very small body. A doji is also an indecision candlestick that is similar to a spinning top. When you see a doji on your chart, it means there is a strong fight occurring between the bears and the bulls. Nobody has won the fight yet. At times dojis have unequal top and bottom wicks. If the top wick is longer, it means that the buyers tried unsuccessfully to push the price higher. These types of dojis, such as the shooting star, are still indecision candlesticks, but they may indicate that the buyers are losing power and that the sellers may take over. If the bottom wick is longer, as in hammer dojis, it means that the sellers were unsuccessful in trying to push the price lower. This may indicate an impending takeover of price action by the bulls. The ABCD pattern and the bull flag momentum day trading strategies. The ABCD pattern is the most basic and the easiest pattern to trade, and it is an excellent choice for beginner and intermediate traders. Although it is simple and has been known for a long time, it still works very effectively because many traders are still trading it. The Andrew Aziz trading strategy for the ABCD pattern is as follows. 1. When he observed with his scanner, or he's advised by someone in our chatroom that a stock is surging up from point A and reaching a big new high for the day, point B, he waits to see if the price makes support higher than point A. He calls this point C and does not jump into the trade right away. 2. He watches the stock during its consolidation period. He chooses his share size and stops an exit strategy. 3. When he sees that the price is holding support at level C, he enters the trade close to the price of point C in anticipation of moving forward to point D or higher. 4. His stop is the loss of point C. If the price goes lower than point C, he sells and accepts the loss. Therefore, it is important to buy the stock close to point C to minimize the loss. Some traders wait and buy only at point D to make sure that the ABCD pattern is really working. In his opinion, that is reducing your reward and increasing your risk. In day trading, bull flag momentum is a fast execution strategy that usually works great on low float stocks. According to the author, it is a scalping strategy because these flags won't last long, and you must scalp the trade, get in quickly, take your profit, and then get out. Here's the summary of the strategy, according to Andre Aziz. 1. When you see a stock surging up, either on your scanner or when advised by someone, patiently wait until the consolidation period. Don't jump into the trade right away, you will recall that is the dangerous act of chasing. 2. Watch the stock during the consolidation period. Choose your share size and stop and exit strategy. 3. As soon as prices are moving over the high of the consolidation candlesticks, enter the trade. The stop loss is the break below the consolidation periods. 
The top and bottom reversal day trading strategies Top and bottom reversals are among the easiest trading strategies. Day traders love using them because they have a very defined entry and exit point and a very high profit to loss ratio. What goes up must come down. Don't chase the trade if it is too extended. The inverse is also true. What goes down will definitely come back up to some extent. When a stock starts to sell off significantly, there are two reasons behind it. 1. Institutional traders and hedge funds have started selling their large position to the public market, and the stock price is tanking. 2. Retail traders have started short selling the stock, but they will have to cover their shorts sooner or later. That is where you wait for an entry. When short sellers are trying to cover their shorts, the stock will reverse. The author's trading strategy for the bottom reversal strategy is as follows. 1. He sets up a scanner that shows him stocks with four or more consecutive candlesticks going downward. When he sees a stock hit my scanner, he quickly reviews the volume and level of resistance or support near the stock to see if it is a good trade or not. 2. He waits for confirmation of a reversal strategy. 1. Formation of a bearish doji or indecision candle. 2. Candlesticks being very close or outside of the Bollinger Bands. And 3. The RSI must be lower than 10. 3. When he sees the stock make a new 5-minute high, he buys the stock. 4. His stop loss is the low of the previous red candlestick or the low of the day. 5. His profit target is 1. The next level of support or 2. VWAP Volume weighted average price, described later in this chapter or moving averages or 3. The stock makes a new 5-minute high, which means that the buyers are once again gaining control. Top Reversal the trading strategy for the top reversal strategy. 1. Aziz sets up a scanner that shows him stocks with four or more consecutive candlesticks moving upward. When he sees the stock hit my scanner, he quickly reviews the volume and level of resistance or support near the stock to see if it is a good trade or not. 2. He waits for confirmation of a reversal strategy. 1. Formation of a bearish doji or indecision candle. 2. Candlesticks being very close or outside of Bollinger Bands. And 3. The RSI must be higher than 90. 3. When he sees the stock make a new 5-minute low, he starts short selling the stock. 4. His stop will be the high of the previous candlestick or simply the high of the day. 5. His profit target is 1. The next level of support or 2. VWAP or moving averages or 3. When the stock makes a new 5-minute high, which means the buyers are once again gaining control. Conclusion Now that you have read this book, you should be in a better position to make a decision on whether or not day trading is right for you. Day trading requires a certain mindset, as well as a discipline and a set of skills that not everyone possesses. Many traders are also poker players. They enjoy speculation and the stimulation that comes from it. Although poker is a type of gambling, day trading is not. Day trading is a science, a skill, and a career, and has nothing to do with gambling. It is the serious business of selling and buying stocks, sometimes in a matter of seconds. You should be able to make decisions fast, with no emotion or hesitation. Doing otherwise results in losing real money. After you've made up your mind and decided that you want to start day trading, do the following, get a proper education, or self-education, never start your day trading career with real money sign up with one of the brokers that provides you with simulated accounts with real market data to make decisions in real time.
Most of the simulated data software is a paid service, so you need to save some money for simulated data software such as the DOS Trader Practice with the amounts of money that you will be trading in real life develop your strategy. Try the strategies discussed in this book, and master one or two of them.